0: This is the Edumatch Podcast Network, bringing
1: you amazing educators sharing their love of learning one show at a time. The Edumatch Podcast Network is proud to support this show and many others. Find out more at edumatchpn.com. The ideas and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely of the individual podcaster. This is TLC Ninja, a podcast for teachers by teachers about classroom innovation.
0: And welcome to episode 131 of TLC Tech Learn Coffee. I am Lisa Nowakowski. I am a technology coach in South Monterey County here in California. And I'm Nancy Minikotsi, also an instructional technology coach in Beverly Hills, California. Just a reminder, we have a 15-minute format because ain't nobody got time for more than that. Nope, they don't time is precious and we don't waste it. So did you know that there were about 250,000 coffee growers in India? Mm-hmm. 98% of them are small growers. We love that. So tonight, or, or today, our guest is Ashley Holcomb, who will be talking to us about roll and retail. What? Ashley, before we begin, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what you do.
1: So hello, my name is Ashley Holcomb, and I am a middle school counselor in Pickerington. I work with fifth and sixth grade students, and I am also one of the founding leaders of Gold EDU, which helps educators try new things with technology and education. Thank you.
0: And if you haven't checked out Gold EDU, be sure to do that as well. So we're
1: going to dive right in. What is Roll and Retail? So roll and retail is a new activity that I created recently for my students. I think of it like a discussion board. It's actually something that I adapted from Stephanie Howe, another founding leader from Gold EDU. She makes dice debriefs, but I called mine roll and retell. And in this activity, students work with a partner and they roll their dice to determine which question or topic to discuss and then have reflection about.
0: Oh, that sounds exciting. So we're, you know, I always go back to, I'm a very standards-based kind of teacher. Like I'm not going to do it if it's not in my standard. I try to stay in my lane. So what standards does this address?
1: This actually covers a ton of standards. And I just highlighted um, the ones I thought were most relevant for this particular activity. The one that I'm going to talk about Um, and focus on for our podcast is the one about coping. So I've made several role in retails, but the one most recent that I've used is the one about coping. Um, So it covers Um, The standards that I use are the American School Counselor Association standards because I am a school counselor. So it covers self-management skills because students are talking about coping, how how to overcome barriers. They're also practicing social skills because they're communicating with each other. They're listening and they even get to use empathy too to kind of put themselves in the other person's shoes to hear about how the other person copes or deals with stressors.
0: Oh, and that's so important, especially right now. I know we've been dealing with this pandemic for just a wee bit now. Um, and you know, those self-management skills, those those students really need. And okay, to be truthful, so to adults, I need them.
1: <laughs> yeah, we all do. And it's really validating for them to hear from other people about what they do, how they cope, what stresses them, what bothers them, and then just to get that validation while they're reflecting.
0: Mm, so important. So You said that
1: you do this
0: with partners. Are there other ways that you do it? Do you do it whole class with the the partners?
1: How how do you have it going? So, so far I've just done it with partners um, in classes. So I've had like 60 at most do this activity with partners. Um, And they just worked in a group of either two or three depending on the amount of students that we had. Um, But I did have some students want to work individually, um, and they still were able to go through all the questions and topics and reflect themselves. And I even saw one student like dragging answers for her different reflections because this was a part of a larger activity about coping. There was a slide about making a coping plan with draggable images and then another slide about what's on your plate and they would drag items to their plate that stress them. So that student, I actually saw her drag her answers from her previous slides to her uh, role and retail board, which I thought was amazing. So she reflected herself, um, but still was able to record her responses on her board. That was pretty cool. Well, I like the individual aspect,
0: too, because maybe there are things that are going on in students' life that they don't want to share with other individuals in the classroom. So that's a really powerful point as well.
1: Yeah, you bring up a great point, too, because I did address that. I I. Talk to the whole group about how people are sharing some personal things. And it's important to keep that private with the other person out of respect for them, unless something had to be shared with me. Um, But that way they got that message just to keep those conversations private, especially if somebody was sharing something really personal.
0: And that's so important to build that sort of classroom community. So good job. Yes, thank Um, you. (laughs) What are some ways that the students can record their responses?
1: So this is in the works for future role and retails, um, but we are going to add options for um, recording on Flipgrid or using Moat directly from Google Slides. Um, and that would help students with video reflection um, or audio reflection. Um, they could also just type on the slide if you made the slide interactive, or if you printed the slide for them on paper, they could just write and record their answers. Um, or like the student I had earlier um, that I talked about who would just drag her answers on her dice board. So there's a lot of ways to record. You just have to figure out what works best for your students.
0: And would you have them record in one particular way or do the students have um, the choice of ways to record?
1: I'm glad that you asked that. Um, I'm all about choice. Um, So I would build in choices where they could just click and record the way that they wanted to as well. Because I know they love to have options um, and that variety. So um, I'm actually working with Stephanie right now um, on a, a role in retail that gives students choice where they could just click and record the way that they want.
0: Oh, wow. That sounds fantastic. Can't wait to see that. Um, What have the students thoughts been? What have their experiences been from what you've heard?
1: They love it. Um, I don't know about you, but my students love talking and they're extra chatty this year. So any opportunity they have to talk with each other, they really take advantage of that. And they really love working with their own partner choice too. Um, So, so far it's been great. It gets them up and moving, working with a partner. I really love when they're on the one that says like, act out one way to cope. I can always tell they're on that one because they're up and um, being extra creative (laughs) with their acting skills. Um, But so far it's been great. There's a lot of engagement and reflection, and um, it feels like a game for them because they're rolling. There's some mystery, like what's going to be the next one that I answer. And then even if they get to one, they've already answered, we talk about how you can answer a different way. There's not always one right answer for that question. So pick a different way to answer it. So they oh, love that's it such more. a great idea. Um, So how would
0: you adjust it for various grade levels? Like I'm thinking of the primary grades where they might not be able to say identify, you know, a feeling or a coping mechanism, they just don't have the life experience yet. So how would you adjust it?
1: Yeah, I've already been thinking about that so adding images whether it be um, putting emojis in there maybe even using like bitmojis to kind of help with visuals adding um, videos audio to kind of read the questions or topic to them to make it more accessible Um, changing the topics or questions to meet your students needs whether you're doing this like for an exit ticket for a reflection for get to know you activity for a morning meeting um, but making it relevant for their needs or interests. Um, as for the materials, I, I used digital dice with my students because the dice that I'm trying to order aren't in yet. Um, so we use digital dice, but that worked really well. Um, but for some students that might be harder, it might be easier to have real dice to roll. Um, so maybe trying out real dice and just rolling those at your desk or table or on the floor. Um, or if it's easier, print the slide for them so they could just use a worksheet and work through the different questions or topics and then record their answers right on um, the worksheet. Um, But it's, this could easily be adaptable for any grade um, or even for adults too. I know we love talking as adults and love the variety of the questions and topics. So this would be great for adults as well.
0: Thank you. And Nancy had pointed out that high school might also be different too. So just, as you said, adjust it for your grade level. Yes. Um, just a pro tip for any teachers out there, if they haven't already figured it out, Dollar Tree sells those really small like containers for uh, salad dressing and whatnot. You can put a single dice in there or single die in there. And then it keeps it contained for those little guys who like to go a little banana pants. Um, just throwing that out there. Oh, Ooh, I that, love that. I that did not there. know
1: that. So thanks oh, for sharing good.
0: that with me. Yes. My students loved doing that. They would have it and they would just stay within one little container. So it's not flying all over the place.
1: Woo. Oh, Love yeah. that. That's also um, why I-, I chose the digital dice. Cause I didn't want them to be chasing them everywhere. But now that I know that tip, I'm going to have to go get some of this. There
0: go. And it doesn't have to be, you know, Dollar Tree. Just those little containers are fantastic. So um, do you have any further advice or words of wisdom
1: for our listeners? Um, When you're making these, just think about what interests your students, um, what their goals are, what their needs are, and get creative with it. I know with the dice, you have um, six areas where you could add questions or topics because a dice has six different sides. So have fun with it, get creative. Your students will love this as long as you pick things that interest them or things that they need help with. Um, But it's worked really well for my middle school kids who love talking. So I, I bet it would work really well for your kids too.
0: Great, and thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you for listening to all of our listeners. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and let us know. Uh, Today, our comment question is, what are some fun and engaging ways you have had students respond to literature or their feelings or any of those SEL things? And don't forget to subscribe to hear more about easy ways for you to innovate in your classroom. Please help other people find us by rating and leaving a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, or if you know somebody we should have on, please visit tlc.ninja and complete the contact form to let us know. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.